pet. Two best friends who love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant. Those who ant. Those who ant. Hello, and welcome to Those Who Ant, the podcast that helps you see the world through ant-colored glasses. My name is Aunt Pat. And I'm Auntie Mags. Hello, Mags. Hi, Pat. How you doing? You know, I'm okay. You know, it's warm, but, you know, I don't know anyone listening to this who isn't at this very moment thinking, it's too warm. Yeah, I agree. Unless they're listening to it in the future, like in space or whatever. Yeah, if they took a, if they hitched a ride with one of those a-holes that's trying to get up there. I hate yeah, me them. too. Me too. Well, you want to hear something fun? Yeah. Okay. Guess what I did today? This is always an emotional journey when you leave the house post pandemic or whatever, mid pandemic. Look, I don't want to get into the politics of it. Just tell me. I went to the movies for the very first time and it was so much fun. I went, I took Frankie and Gianna to see Black Widow, which was so good. And I had a blast. And then afterwards we went and got some uh, burgers and it was so fun. I did go to a 1045 matinee. There was nobody else in the theater. And while we were in there, we went to one theater and, um, we're sitting down and there's something with Emma Stone in it and we're watching it and we're looking around like, man, this is a really long preview. And then Frankie's like, hey, Auntie Bags, you think we're in the wrong theater? And then I'm like, wait, all right, pull out your ticket. And he did. And we had to run to theater 13 because we had been in whatever Emma Stone movie is out right now, but we made it in plenty of time. It was such a good movie. Everybody should go see it. It's so much fun to watch women really physically fight each other. It was so good because, you know, none of them were like, ow, they were like, I'll put my, you know, shoulder back in and I'll continue to kick your ass. And I love to see women represented like that. Now, did they end up killing their husbands? None of them had husbands. Oh, because they had killed them before the movie. May, well, they, you know, this is like a, a backstory on Black Widow. So if there was a husband, it was conveniently left out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because that's what that is, right? It's a spider that... um is that what they do? They eat their mate or whatever? Yeah. And it has an hourglass. It has a red hourglass on its back. Sexy body Ooh. type hourglass or whatever. Like old oh, style, okay, yeah. right? Old style body type was an hourglass. Sexy spiders killing the mates. That's goals, right? Am I using that right, goals? Uh, Yeah, but except... Okay, I, I can get on board with calling like somebody's hourglass figure uh, sexy. That's great. The spider, that to me, I, I can't use that. I can't use those two words in conjunction with one another because that's it's just, that's the least sexy thing I could think of as a spider. Oh, mine is a silverfish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. That is not sexy. It's squishy, which is the opposite to me. You ever, you ever, now I won't get, you know, I've taken it too far lately a lot, but this is just. I can't imagine what you're talking about. But you know, you know, when during sex, when there's an unexpected sound, like a squish, you know, when your wet skin makes fart noises on each other and you try to just ignore it. You're like, no one heard it. No one heard it. Keep, keep going. But everyone heard it. No one didn't hear it. And I don't like that. I wish it was normal to be covered in talcum. And, and yeah. you know what? This is the heat talking because that's all I can imagine right now. No, no. I could see me me coming in with a story about my niece and nephew and then you uh, taking that to weird sex noises. I see where I see, you know, we've been friends for so long. I could see the leaps you took to get there. And I love you for it. Well, I'm saying put the radio on. Put some, make a playlist. I've you never listen to one of Barack Obama's I've, playlists. What? Oh, I thought you were going to say his audiobook. Now that would do it for me too. Yeah. The audacity of hope. Uh, yeah. If I had a dating profile, I'd put on there, come over and let's listen to the audacity of hope audiobook and see what happens. Yeah. You want to knock boots to the former president. I get that. Like, I wish I had, you know how like it, when you watch a baseball game and they got entrance music, if I could time it right, I would make the entrance music to the bedroom or wherever you choose to, you know, do whatever you want to do. I would make it that song, Get Ready by The Temptations. Because then as soon as I'm walking in, it would be like, never met a girl who makes me feel the way that you do. You're all right. And then we start. But it's so fast paced. Maybe I'll edit it into something like, it'll go from that into like a Casey and JoJo song. Oh, that sounds good. That yeah, sounds yeah. good. Oh, Brian McKnight or something, you know. Oh, Brian McKnight. You know who used to love Brian McKnight? Who's that? You don't know, you want to take a guess? Oh, his mother. His I mother did, yeah. I, I was talking about our guest. Uh, well, I don't know specifically Brian McKnight, but also just a lover of music in general. Oh, and right, just a, yeah. A, like a, just the most the brilliant mind and like just a lovely, the loveliest person. Ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, but however, you identify. Please welcome to the podcast, Aunt Pen. Penny, how are you? I'm so good. How are you, girls? I'm warm. Are you warm? It's so warm. It's, it's, it's not just warm, it's 
sticky. It's humid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what they mm-hmm. say? It's not the heat. It's the humidity. Yeah. Right? Oh, is that one of those things like it's not the size of the ship that counts? It's the motion of the ocean? That's one, too. Yeah. 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 That's one, too. Yeah. yeah. But it's not the heat. It, it's not the heat. It's the humidity. It's more like if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. It's that kind oh. of phrase, you know? Oh, it's I th- like again, I thought it was if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. I've got my wires that's crossed one in too. here somewhere. Yeah. If you can't take the humidity, go into the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Because it might probably, be cooler in there yeah, than it is outside. Usually that is the case, unless you're baking something, you know, a roasting a goose. Roasting a goose. Does anything get hotter than a kitchen with a goose roasting in it? I, I got to be honest. I can't believe I even said that because you know my ass never roasted a goose. <laughs> but I, but it seems so very like fancy. Yeah. Maybe that's because of Christmas Carol. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think people have done it for a long time. I don't want to lose my, you know, woman in the kitchen badge, but I don't think I've ever roasted a goose in my oh, entire life. That seems like an old fashioned badge, woman in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Is that right yeah. next to your badge that says I'm not wearing shoes because I don't need them? Probably. What's that expression? Probably, barefoot, yeah. Barefoot, barefoot and, preg- and, and pregnant. And in the kitchen and pregnant. Barefoot and in the kitchen. You know what I haven't seen lately? Where's the Girl Scouts at? And what kind of badges are they getting? I was just going to say that that's probably the last badge you get as a Girl Scout before you graduate into womanhood. Now I'm a woman. You go from being a Girl Scout, brownie, to a Girl Scout, to a woman in the kitchen. Oh. Um, here's where those two things intersect for me, which is I only... Joined the Girl Scouts. I may have said this before on this podcast. I only joined the Girl Scouts because there was a field trip coming up to Domino's Pizza to make your own pizza. And then as soon as we did that trip, I did quit. So how how long were you a Girl Scout then? How long did you have to hang around before you got on the trip to Domino's? I want to say it was about three weeks. And did you just go to a Domino's, just a location or like the Domino's headquarters? Oh, no, I wish. You know, it's called it's called Domino's Farms is what it's called. It's right there in Michigan. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. It's a pizza farm. Oh, my God. They got everything up there in Michigan, right? They got uh, the cereals and they got. Yeah, the Kellogg's. Yep, the cars yeah. and the the cars and the cereals and the pizzas. Well, the, yeah, the Domino's. Yeah. Where did, so those are homegrown. Those are grown. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure if they actually farm on the farm on Domino's farms or if it's just a farm full of office buildings. Yeah, sure. it's confusing, right? And maybe maybe it's on purpose. Like, you know, what do they do at Hidden Valley Ranch? What are they doing? What are they doing? I mean, that seems you, misleading, right? That can't be a real place. Yeah, I was just going to say, do you guys think it's a real, even a real ranch? It must be, right? They can't just name something without a reality to fall I, I on, would, right? Would, is it just that ranch comes from Hidden Valley? Is it the Hidden Valley that we're looking for? Oh. Either way, we're still looking for, oh, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. And one, now I get it, we're yeah. looking for a ranch. On the, in the other, we're looking for the valley where like the ranch a, like comes Like Hidden from. Valley's... Ranch. Ranch. Yeah. Okay. That's what, what that's stuff that needs an apostrophe for sure. It, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. What if it's Hidden Valley Ranch? Like what if, yeah. the, what, you know what I mean? What if we're trying mm-hmm. to just find the whole thing? Yeah. If, if the Valley Ranch has been hidden from view and no one can find it anymore. <gasps> it's like Brigadoon. It, it, it's like <gasps> Brigadoon. I love Brigadoon. If you really believe in real delicious pure ranch dressing made with pure buttermilk if you believe enough then the hidden valley will appear oh my god this uh, is amen. a story that is would be good for their advertising if you believe hard enough you'll stumble upon hidden valley where the ranch is because i miss you know i miss the jolly green giant i like when there's a story involved i know there wasn't much of a story but he was a giant made out of leaves yeah, and he yeah, gave children deal? didn't he give children produce i believe he got i believe from? he handed he handed out Broccoli and asparagus, yeah. He Didn't looked he like say a ho ho ho. Yes, ho, he ho, did. Ho. ho ho ho, green giant. But I, uh-huh. I know, I know what you mean there, Pat. I, I too miss, you know, narrative advertising. They don't yeah. take the time to tell a big character story anymore, do they? Oh, like those coffees. Like international. Oh, God. Oh, What's the, oh, the couple, the couple that was falling in love over the coffees. Yes. International them. delights. What international. I, it was. It was international delights. I think you're right. Oh, Is it? Right. I'm going to text Joe's. I'm going to text Joe's. I wish yeah. they were a little bit longer. You know, it should be the kind of thing because it was, remember, it was maybe the 80s. If they did it now, they should have a little thing after the commercial and it says, find out more on the internet, you know, where it's yeah. continued. It's just a full soap opera about Ex- the coffee exactly cup. exactly oh, I, love that. I love that yeah these these kids today with the narrative advertising i mean i don't need to know what 
Jake from State Farm is doing when he goes home at night. I don't care. Actually, I would watch whatever that guy's got to do. Yeah, yeah. I think he's very handsome. The Jake from State Farm. Maybe it would make it more appealing. Maybe, maybe we need more of a narrative life about Jake. Yeah, yeah that's true. I could use that. I'm one of those people though who doesn't. I don't think that anything works on me advertising. Do you ever think that like, oh, you're putting all this time and effort in advertising, unless they're just, it's hypnosis or whatever that they're doing. But you know, when I shop, I'm looking for like, just point me in the direction of the cheapest piece of crap that you have. Now I'm not looking for a piece of crap, but you know, budget wise, I just don't have it. So, you know, give me something awful and let me be on my way is how I shop. Well, I wish I could be more like you because they must see me coming a mile away. I am a sucker. I am a brand loyalist. I got it from my mother and right on down through the family. You know, I'm, I, you, you, who calls it ketchup? It's Heinz 57 if it's a darn thing, right? Please don't come at me with hunts. If you come at hunts. me with hunts, uh-uh. Hunts. And to, I'm not even that big on ketchup, but I like Heinz 57. Heinz I agree. 57. If you're going to have yes. ketchup, you're going to have Heinz 57. Yeah. And just also for the record, any peanut butter, but Jeff, get it out of my face right <gasps> ah! now. See, see, this is why I love you, Mags. We're such a GIF family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When the Bruno Mars sang uh, smoother than a fresh jar of Skippy, I thought you better find another word to rhyme that with, you know, yeah. you, you smoother than a whiff of this GIF is what he should have said. Oh, my God. It's just a hobby. The songwriting is just a hobby. I dated both a Skippy and a GIF. Hmm. Which one did you like better? You yeah. know, both of them had their faults. So say we all. Of course, I have my own faults. Sure, sure. You know, one had nuts. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They both did. I mean, I wasn't sure because I was much younger. I'm assuming that they did, although we never got to that point. One of them was supposed to have been named Jeff, but um, there was a mix-up. Okay. Oh, my God. Because- okay, this whole time I thought you were metaphorically saying you dated a Skippy and a Jeff, but you're telling me right now you dated a person An actual. Jif and an actual Skippy. Yeah, it was Skip, and the people call him Skippy, and Jif. Now, Jif was Dutch. Sure. That adds up. Yeah, that adds up. Yeah, that right. makes a lot of sense. That does yeah. make sense. So when you said they both have nuts, you were talking about testicles. I suppose I was, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Who would like crunchy peanut butter? <laughs> I am a smooth peanut butter girl, but I have to admit, I like my men with testicles. Yeah. I, you and always have said that. I'm not real picky otherwise, but I yeah. prefer, if I've got a choice, I am pro-testicles for sure. And by you the way- that's your only must-have. For a while, it was at the top of my uh, my Tinder profile, must-have nuts. And then I thought, I, I started getting a lot of people responding to the ad who were a uh, little, you know. Right, yeah. And then I thought, I don't want people thinking that I'm I'm referencing- anyone in any negative light so then i just i just took the whole thing down who was i kidding on the tinder are you kidding me with the swiping Uh, you know also just before we carry on uh mags is usually the heavy lifting here but if you're listening to this and you identify as a man and you don't have testicles you're wonderful you want you might not be for pen exactly but you're a beautiful human being who doesn't by the way they're not good looking no one's like oh Give me a bunch of those, like grapes. No one wants them. So if you don't have them, one, maybe you go, I'm sorry that you don't if you wanted them. But two, eh, you're not missing much. You're not. You're absolutely not. And I just want to say officially, too, that I prefer them in my men that I date. But you know what? Everybody's got their things that they like and don't like. And I know for a fact there are a lot of men out there who, you know, all sorts of things about me that they go, no, thank you. I will pass on that. So Stop it. Stop it right now. I don't want to think of a man. Of any person passing on any one of your qualities. Listen, I'm just saying that, every, that it takes different oars to float everyone's boats. That's oh, it. That's, that's it. good. Oars. You know? yeah. What are some other brands that you're loyal to, would you say? Not to put you in the hot seat, but what's some <sighs> other things that you're like, oh, if I'm going to get this thing, it's got to be this. I'll tell you something I don't like. I can't think of a, a brand of dish liquid that I really prefer, but I'm not a Palmolive gal. I'm really not. It smells a little bit too much like laundry detergent, and I don't want to wash my dishes in laundry detergent. Now yeah, you want to so. hear something? What's that? So you don't want to, if you if you got a grease stain on mm-hmm. your shirt, mm-hmm. Dawn dish soap is the, like one of the best things to treat a stain with. See? So this one is a dish detergent that also makes a, a decent laundry, you know, That's, stain remover. Now that is a tip. I Yeah, I, I make my own stain remover. And it's got a little bit of powdered Tide in it because I try mm-hmm. not to use the plastic ones because I, you know, 
I use the, the powder tide in the cardboard box and then I recycle sure, sure. it. But yeah, so yeah, I do yeah. that and a little bit of shout and a little bit of Dawn and some water and I shake it up and I use that as my stain remover. Oh, I mean, is there a stain on earth that can hold up to that? I bet not. That sounds like a one. good thing to try in the bath. That's going to get you squeaky clean. It sure will. You, you know, know, I do. I clean porcelain with Tide. Tide is Tide makes porcelain sparkle. Wow. See, no, I used to wash my car with it, too, because it's very gentle. Oh. oh. These are good tips. <laughs> you know what this is reminding me of? Remember Calgon? Mm. Oh, take me take away. Take me away. Oh, yeah. Think about that. Isn't, is that not true? The, the subtext there, or the message was... Let women go. They yeah, have yeah. to go somewhere else mentally because this is too much. Take me away. And the woman is still in the bathtub, but she's like, let this chemical, please, Lord, take me away mm-hmm. from my current situation. Absolutely. Do you think it's her like swan song? And she's like, Lord, kill me now? Or do you think she's just like, help me, help me leave this situation? To, oh, I like, never considered that she drank it. Oh, I didn't. That's think a different that. commercial. That is a yeah. different commercial completely. Yeah. But I mean, maybe if someone's going to ritualistically drown themselves, they would do it in a one of the most aromatic, beautiful bathtub scene, scenes that they can imagine. Go out in style. Maybe that's what they mean by take me away. I guess it depends on the day, right? The day of the week. And yeah. What, what mm-hmm. you got going on. And For yeah. sure. Yeah, For sure. yeah. And you know, if, women don't get to take the vacations. You know, if you think about that, a family vacation for a woman is just 10 times more work than what yeah. she's doing at home. Now she's got to go clean, uh, you know, a hotel room or somebody else's house. This Airbnb, not to mention, no, yeah, thank not you. To mention I got to go clean everybody. your house for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, it, you know, my sister's going on vacation in like a week or something. She's mm-hmm. They're taking the kids to see uh, Mount Rushmore. Oh. And she's packing right now. Like, she's just yeah. packing for all of them right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she has to. Because they're not going to remember to bring all the things. Who's going to bring the sunscreen if she doesn't do it? You think any right. of them are going to bring the sunscreen? Nobody. No. So this so, is why we need the Calgon. Because it's yeah. by the time we get a chance to get five minutes alone... You know, if you don't lock yourself in that bathroom, get in that tub, forget it. No alone time for you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask this question. Matt Rushmore, I, I know what it is. I can only imagine if I would ever see it, I'd be like, wow, look at that. Is that what they do there? You get there and then a bunch of people just look up and they're like, well, look at, would you look at that? Is there other things? Is there like a, you know, like a Wisconsin Dells, like a water park or anything near there? Just because it seems like an awfully long trip to go gaze up at a bunch of white men who, let's be honest, in retrospect, not ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I asked them that. I said, what are you going to do for the rest of your vacation after you stare at Mount Rushmore for like an hour, if that? And uh, I guess they added some other excursions to it because today my niece said she was going to the old wild west and i thought is south dakota the is it the wild west am i this is a real question i didn't ask in front of her i don't know actually i don't know i don't know the boundary line of where the old wild west begins right yeah yeah is there one side that's wild one side that's just kind of sedate i mean does it also the old tame west (gasps) you never hear about the old tame west now that's where i want to go Three sister. You know what I had? I had a I had a last last milestone birthday I had. I thought, you know what? I want to go on a trip by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, obviously. And um sorry, no offense to both of you because we take lots of trips yeah, together, that, but I that hurt me a little bit. Sorry. I meant just, you know, a solo, like challenging kind of trip. Sure. No, I gotta remember you're allowed to have your own thing. It doesn't always have to be with me. And I know that. It's I know okay, that. Mags. It's okay. You know that you know that those milestones are about turning a page, turning a page to the new yeah. chapter. And sometimes people just need to reset all alone on their own, even without their very, very, very best friend. Yeah. And you're right. You're right. You're right. Penny. You know, like she's usual, thinking about you friend. while she's on that trip. You know, she is. I hope so. But I also hope, you know, she's thinking, I want, see, here's the thing, Pat. I want you to go do whatever you want and you deserve it. Let me tell you something. If I ever see Mount Rushmore, I hope that I see it with you too. Because if, when I look up at those faces, the only thing I want to see are two giant carved heads of you looking back at me. Now that would be a vacation. Why isn't Dollywood just Rushmore, but with boobs? That would be great. Like like an actual bust. Yeah, and they've got the mountains right down there to do it. Yeah. Wait, you guys, I'm sorry. I made your story about me. You're both right. What was your story? Let's put a pin in Dollywood. 
But what, okay. what was your story, Pat? Your, your, your last milestone birthday. I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry. There's nothing to be sorry about. I didn't even go. In my head, I thought, do you remember the film City Slickers? Mm-hmm. Yes. I sure do. Right? And I remember City Slickers 2, Legend of Curly's Gold. Absolutely. That you one, know what I remember yeah. was that Jack Palance getting up the Academy Awards and doing one-arm push-ups. Yeah. Anybody remember that? Now that yeah, I do. Now, now that was a fella. He was That's an old fella. West fella. He was a hey fella. Pat. Yeah, he's a no, don't. No longer with- oh my god, oh. he was so strong though. Yeah, he did oh. seem like he was strong. <sighs> Heaven is full of angels. That's all I know. Amen. I mean, it's gotta be crowded. It has to. Well, of course, it's crowded. It's heaven. And, you know, all of our favorite performers and actors are there. Men and women and animals. I think that Lassies, all the Lassies were there. Can you imagine how oh, confusing gosh. it is for the first one? The right. Lassies yeah. running around heaven and then another dog appears and they're like, oh, you look alike. What's your name? Lassie. Excuse me? Right. And no, then I'm Lassie. Three, four, seven more show up. I mean, just yeah. a baker's dozen Oof. of collie dogs. Now, I, I just in my head, I imagine that heaven is like... Like, um, only good things happen and you wouldn't be bothered. If I was Lassie, the first one, I would be bothered. And then I guess I'd have to get over it because everything's terrific and, you know, it's the afterlife or whatever. And I'll just say this. I wanted to go to a dude ranch for a birthday and it was I was considering it because of City Slickers and then I didn't go. But I thought it would be fun to, to learn how to, you know, throw hay and um, yeah, and, and be City near. Slickers, the, the whole yeah. thing is City Slickers is that he goes with his best friends on a, a thing oh, with his birthday. We here we go. Yep. yep. Well, I will just revisit this salient point. I didn't go, and yeah. you know, I think I, I think it would be fun for us to go together. Maybe that's something we could all should. plan. I right? think a dude ranch would be fantastic. That would be a great gal strip. Oh, same. Yeah, dudette, a dudette ranch or whatever. Yeah. 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 Why don't they rename that person ranch? Yeah. How about that human ranch? But there's animals, you know. Maybe just Hidden Valley Ranch. Hidden Valley Ranch. That's what we could do. We could go on a getaway to Hidden Valley Ranch. I wonder if you can. Oh, have have Joe's look it up. If if Hidden Valley Ranch might be a ranch that to look it up. Can you three single women Google that? Can three single women go to Hidden Valley Ranch? Book a suite at Hidden Valley, Valley Ranch. Ranch. Now that would be nice. And you know they just serve ranch with everything oh, at dinner. It sounds like the opposite of one of those. Because what are those health places where you go and they make you hike all day and then at mm-hmm. night they give you carrots and they're like, yeah. you're welcome. Yeah, that's, that's hell in my book is what yeah. that is. That's what Absolutely those are called. Absolutely atrocious. A vomitorium? Yeah, yeah thank yeah, you. That's thank it, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, she texted back. She said, yes. Hidden Valley original ranch dressing was developed in the late 1950s by real ranchers, Steve (gasps) and Gail Henson. Hidden Valley Guest Ranch is located near Santa Barbara, California, and was favored by visitors who wanted to enjoy the natural surroundings. I love Santa Barbara. Oh, can you imagine? Um, Now that would be... We have to go. We have to go. And it's named after a lady, St. Barbara of California. I'm I'm so glad we looked into it because that sounds, I bet it's gorgeous. Yeah. And I bet she was the patron saint of suntans and cocktails. I think, yeah, I think, I I always thought it was an extravagant place anyways because of the soap opera, Santa Mm -hmm. Barbara. Now, here's a question. Here's a soap question. Were you an NBC soap gal or were you an ABC soap gal? Were you days or were you all my children, one life to live general hospital? Or were you CBS? I, were you guiding light? Oh no, I was. Uh, I was NBC for uh, Days of All Lives, and mm-hmm. then because again, because my sisters loved it, and then mm-hmm. I don't even my remember what too. Santa Barbara yeah. was on. It must have been NBC because if one was on at two and one was on at three, so must it must have been, been those yeah. two. Yeah, I grew up an ABC gal, and then uh, my mom always watched the the ABCs, and then I went away to college, and all of my girlfriends at college watched watched the Days of Our Lives. So I said, I said, I watched it too. And then I kept my mouth shut for about two and a half months while I got all caught up. Uh, and, and I just watched it all with them and then just acted like I knew what was happening until, but you know how those soaps are. You, you watch it for a month or two and then, you know, everybody and everything that's going on. So I just, hard to do. I faked it till I made it. Mm -hmm. Good for Mm -hmm. you. Cause that's a, that is a, that is a hard, long game. You know, that's a long con you did. 
Oh yeah. That's a hard yeah. One. I didn't feel so, good about myself either, but you know, you know how you are in college. You want to impress your new friends. And, and the worst part was I had to watch days of our lives when, you know, when I wanted to be watching general hospital or whatever was yeah. on at that time, but that's and okay. Nobody could remember how to program a VCR to record. Mm-mm. So it was like you, you were hopeless. Yeah. You know, I oh, was yeah. NBC for days, but I was ABC for who's the boss, which isn't <gasps> technically yeah. a soap, but definitely was a big part of my life. Absolutely. Because talk about long game, that love story, that heat between Tony and Angela, palpable is what oh, it was. Oh God, yeah. It was just yeah. like Hugh Downs's and uh, Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. 2020 had, was my yes. soap opera. Oh, they they had some heat too. They really did. I thought you it's going to happen right here. Oh, they threw down at the Christmas party. You know it. Yeah. There's something to that, right? Because it's like, why are we watching this so intently? One, because we love stories about husbands who murder their wives for some reason. Sure, but sure. also because, you know, you want to know these people. They're in your living room for Pete's sake. So if there's drama or a scandal or, you know, any kind of sexual relationship, we want to see it. We want Mm -hmm. to see it play out. Oh, yes, we do. Yeah. Now, I know Hugh Downs is gone because he was a thousand when he was on 2020. Mm -hmm. But I do hope, you know, sometimes, Penn, we talk about this on the program, but, you know, you get up to heaven. And what if Hugh Downs is there? He's just kind of casually near the entrance. Is he near Johnny Cochran for you? Yes. He and Johnny Cochran are standing there, and I'm blown away. I am so starstruck. And I wonder if in heaven. Johnny Cochran, and one of the lassies all together (gasps) to greet you. I'm not even kidding. I have goosebumps. And, And then it's heaven. So, you know, so we're all like, if I said... Can we chat? And they'd say, yes. That's what heaven is, right? Of course. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't even have to ask. They'd ask you. They'd say, Pat, can we interview you tonight? You're right. (gasps) You're right. Because in heaven, it's like the the things you want come to you. You're so right, Penn. Does that mean then that like Johnny Cochran would then have to want to talk to me? Like, how does that work free will when you're in heaven? So how does free will work? Because if you want it. Yeah. What is he, want to know what my theory? he want that, that he's getting? Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my Please. Doubles. There's doubles. Uh, Whatever. What? So, you know what I mean? So, like, Johnny Cochran gets to have his own version of heaven, but mm-hmm. he's in your version of heaven, but that's a different Johnny Cochran. That makes <gasps> this sense? This is why it's so helpful. There's so many lassies. Now, now how many Johnny Cochrans are there? Everybody can have a lassie in their heaven. You're so right about that. But, but, and there's got to be at least two Mr. Ed's. And then if there's somebody up there that you just can't stand, you just never have to see them. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Because oh, they're just not exact- in your version of heaven. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Well, now that is heaven, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, Pat, to answer like, your question, yeah. I have no idea how many that could be. Infinite Johnny Cochran's, you know? Maybe there isn't heaven and hell. There's just your version. Because some people, I'm sure, if you got to wherever, your destination post being alive, and you just saw thousands of Johnny Cochran's, you might think, oh, wait a second, I'm in hell. Because for some people... Like, who would it be? Um, his wife? I don't know. OJ. OJ. He was, OJ. Yeah. OJ but might I mean, like to see him. He owes Johnny Cochran a lot. So maybe that I'm not would be sure. I'm not sure if OJ is going to make it to heaven, Johnny Cochran. I'm not sure about he that. He has some making up not. to do. He really does. He's got some making up to do. But you know, it's, you know what that reminds me of with, with the, with the infinite Johnny Cochran is the uh the 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 spider-verse did you did you see that movie <gasps> i took i took my nephews to see the into the spider-verse this would be like into the cochran verse is what it would be oh right? my god i well, first of all i did watch a spider-man into the spider-verse and my friend megan was it was this was after one of my breakups was like i really think it would help you to watch spider-man into the spider-verse and i was like why would you say that i watched it and loved it so much and for two hours i was like hey everything's gonna be all right so she was right about that, actually. There you go. Penn, do you believe this? Because one time a therapist said this to me, and it's been so useful. You know what I think Pat's saying? No, you know what I think? I'm, I'm Megs. Yeah. They said to me, and which I have said to Megs, you know, a really good way to cope is to be distracted. And we're taught like being distracted is bad, right? Like, oh, don't be distracted. Don't drive and try to do your charcoal sketches or whatever, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But re- realistically, if Where you are, am I struggling to do them, if you're the Thank passenger, you. Oh, you can do as yeah. many as you want. But but to be distracted be- when you're dealing with something that you can't control is actually mm-hmm. very therapeutic, and that truly changed me a little bit. Now I can't get distracted very well because you know anxiety and the, the hamster wheel in my brain. Mm-hmm. 
But if anyone's listening to this and you're thinking, I'm so anxious and everything's out of my control, just watch into the Spider-Verse or yeah, whatever yeah. it is distract to get distracted. Yourself. I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more, Pat. I think distracting is the way to go. In fact, I just don't let my brain near any of the real thoughts that I want to have. And I, I just clean, you know, if I, I'm, I'm here to tell you, if I were better adjusted, I would never dust my house would be filthy, you know? I also emotionally clean. I, I really mm-hmm. do. I clean mm-hmm. when I'm angry. I clean when I'm scared. I clean when I'm sad. I clean, you know, I I do that as well. So that's yeah. very relatable to me. Absolutely. Keeps all the thoughts at bay. Yeah, just keep yeah. cleaning. Oftentimes, you know, Penn, you know, Mags will be upset. And before I know it, you know, we're on the phone or whatever. And um, she'd be upset and she'd hang up and I get so worried about her. But then ding dong, she's at my door with a dustbin and Clorox oh. and wipes. Oh. And, and, you know, the Swiffer, the fluffy Swiffer. Of things. Oh, do I? And you know the thing, the long thing that has mm-hmm. fluffies at the end that you get mm-hmm. the spider webs off of that? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. squeegee. Mm-hmm. And you know, dryer balls, you know, those yep. wool dryer balls. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Clorox wipes. So she'd come over to therape- therapeutically clean your house? Is that what it was? Yeah. And yeah. I would, you know, at first I put up a fight, but then I thought this is good for her mental health. I should mm-hmm. let her. So I just make a batch of like, you know, I'll make a, a, a big martini in that novelty glass I got from, oh. you know, years ago. And mm-hmm. I'll just let her do it. It makes it feel good. I love it. I think that's great. That's what true friendship is. Knowing what your friend really needs to do. If she needs to bust in and clean your house maniacally, then then let her do it. And she's crying while she's doing it. Oh, yeah. She's, you know, she doesn't seem upset, but she's like tears running down her face and mm-hmm. she's got her, her pants rolled up. She's in my bathtub and she is in the grout Mm. Like, I, like, like she's married to the grout. She's mm-hmm. in the grout's face. And um, anyway, it's just, I always want her to be happy and healthy. But when she's not, my house is sparkling. Yeah, yeah. you too. What a friendship. Penn, speaking of friendship, would you mind letting everyone know who's listening? Oh, how the three of us met because it's hilarious one of my favorite stories okay well speaking of hat this was one of the hottest summers i can possibly remember i took my nephews i took my the boys down to uh to to the cedar point for those of you who don't know cedar point is a uh it's it's an amusement park it's a theme park in sandusky ohio and if you've never been there, oh golly, I mean it is it is something else. Well, let's it's, just say it. It's America's roller coaster. It really is. It's America's roller coaster. That's exactly what it is. And I knew this was gonna be a heck of a trip because I knew with the boys they were gonna drag me on every insane ride. You know, I'm more of a log ride gal if I have to if I have to say, but this was there we were standing in line for the blue streak. And, uh, you know, the, the, the ride might be called the blue streak, but I was feeling awfully gray because I was so pale. So I was so terrified just staring at people going on that ride. And, you know, at Cedar Point, you have a good hour, hour and a half to consider your fate while you're in line there. Yeah. And I remember saying to the boys, I said, you know, uh, well, if we get up there and, and I freak out too bad, I'm just going to hold the backpacks and hold the purses and I'll just wait for you. And they, oh, no, 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 Aunt Pen, no, you're not going to do that. And from behind me, I heard, I hear you, sister. <laughs> I remember that? And I turned around and there was Mags. And we were all in line with the kiddos. And all of us looked just as unsure about what was about to happen. And we just bonded right there and then. And then we spent the whole rest of the day wandering around and uh, going to Cedar Point, going going around all the rides together like we'd like we'd known each other for years and years. What a, what a kindred spirit. Both of yeah, you. I instant saw it chemistry. In your eyes. Instant. Yeah, yeah. Instant. instant chemistry. Now, the yeah. thing the thing I loved about it, too, is how well the kids got along, except for Tina and Jeremy. Uh, they didn't seem to want to be with anybody else, even, you know, even us originally. Um, yeah. But yeah. it's just, you know, it seems like that, you know, I, everything, I don't believe everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. but I do believe that good things can come out of, uh, where you didn't expect them. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I didn't really intend to go to a big amusement park with big rides because I can't, you know. So we stood in line and I couldn't go on really. I mean, by the end of the day, I went on one. But before that, I was like, this is a huge mistake I've made. Yeah. And there was a lot of things going on too. Cause you know, Pat's been on antibiotics for a long time and sure, some, sure. sometimes, yeah. you know, it, it gives her a little, some of the, one of the side effects is vertigo. So she gets mm-hmm. a little disoriented vertigo. no matter what. And then you put her on Millennium Force yeah. And it's like, holy jeepers, what's going holy to happen jeepers. to us? That's right. That's right. And I remember when I was a kid, you know, uh, they had a, they had a ride down there called the Demon Drop. I don't know if you remember that. 
And yeah, basically, deal. they just shut you in a steel box and shot you up a thousand feet in the air and then just pushed it over the edge and it just fell to the ground and smashed. And then yes. if you lived, you got a T-shirt, if I, if, if I remember that correctly. And they don't have that anymore because now Is they're a gone? little safer. Yeah, I believe they cut. I believe they shut that down. I always yeah. was afraid to go on the demon drop. But then, you know, at Walt Disney World, they got the Tower of Terror. Right. And did you know this? When you if you go in line and you're waiting in line and you chicken out, there's a fake elevator. Because, you know, the whole ride is like uh, an elevator gets struck by light. And I'm sorry, it's attraction. There's a, a whole attraction theme is like this elevator in an old Hollywood hotel gets struck by lightning. And that that's what makes it drop. And, it, and a friend of mine named Jeff, who he used to always chicken out and I never knew it. And he used to just say, oh, I'm going to go into this one. And I had no idea. And then it was years later when he was like, you know, that's the coward's way out. I never, I never once went on that ride. And I so was it's like, just a what? regular elevator, the other one? It opens, the door opens, you go in, the door closes, and it opens on the other side right into the gift shop. Oh, so it's not even an elevator. It's just a door back to the world. Yep. But you know, Disney magic makes it look like one. Right. There should be more of that. There really should. Well, you really can just should. escape ridicule. There should always yeah. be a dog that goes to the gift shop. Like I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go this way, you know, yeah. so they that I don't that have at, to be at like Catholic churches. You know that there's another door, and you say, you know, oh, it looks full. I'm gonna go sit in the other side of mass, and and you open the side door, and boom, you're gone. You're back in your car. And my dad, yeah, we exactly. always, you always knew when when the lions were playing because we'd be walking back from communion, and my dad would give it this, get, you know, like nudge his head to the side, and we'd go out the side door and hop in the wagon. We'd be home before kickoff. Oh my God, hop in the wagon. People don't get to say that anymore. No, no, no. It's, everyone's so careful now. I mean, back then, I mean, I, I slid around my entire childhood on a carpet remnant from our family room in the back of the wagon. Was it the way, way back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The way, way back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My brother and sister had the middle and I was in the back and I would slide around on a remnant of carpet that wasn't quite big enough to fill the back. So now, every time they Why were you on turn, carpet? Do they not have one of those seats? Oh, no, no seat. I was just in the back. Yeah, no seatbelts, no seat. Heck, it no, was such only. a different time. It was a different yeah. time. It was truly a time when you know I I'm all for safety. I'm all for regulations. I really am because I think it's it's good. You Me know, too. Me too. But man, did we survive a lot of what? Mm-hmm. We yeah. sure did. Yeah. I mean, if in this day and age, imagine Penny, if you went back in time, and imagine this time travel and your wagon just popped up now and you're in the back in a remnant and the cops pull you over, your parents are going to get read the riot act for I having mean, you not buckled in that car. Absolutely. And the kids today, I mean, I feel, I mean, I'm glad they're safe. I want that, you know, of course I want them safe. Cause you know, you think about it. I mean, we used to hop on our bikes and tear around the neighborhood. And the only rule would be, you know, come home when the streetlights come on, come home when it gets dark. And, you know, I mean, my, my sister wouldn't let her boys do that in a million years. My nephews can't head, head off on bikes around to the other side of the subdivision. I mean, it, it just isn't like that. anymore. But they don't even do that anymore. They just sit around and play their video games, right? You know what I think was a real lesson for, you know, for everybody in making that, that kind of like freewheeling behavior stop? Do you guys remember, I know my first name is Steven. Do you, guys, you don't? <laughs> No, oh my god! Was it like an after-school special movie type? Are of you thing? okay? I'm all right. I just watched a Dateline about this. Uh, it, I know was, my first name is Stephen. Yes. So there was this boy who was kidnapped by a pervert. You know, <gasps> lied to. This pervert said, I'm your dad. Your parents didn't want you. I'm your dad. And then this boy grows up. He gets to be in high school. And and the dad is like, we got to get another boy in here. So he takes this little boy and he's trying, he kidnaps another little boy. And Steven's like, not on my watch. He got kidnapped when he was like six or something. And he was told his whole life that his name was something else. So he grabs this little boy. They walk, they hitchhike, and he gets to a police station. And he's like, here's this little boy. We escaped. And the police say, "What? Who are you?" And all he knows, he says, "I know my first name is Steven. Oh, now, I don't hero. remember what made me think of that, but I do remember because well, we were talking. We were talking about the kids taking off all over the neighborhood. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. You can't yeah. do it anymore. You just yeah. can't do it anymore. You can't. 
You can't. Can you imagine if you're in a neighborhood and the neighbors move in and they've got kids and the the kids are just riding the little bikes and it's getting to be dusk and you look out and the kids are just out. You know, there's like three of them and they're they're out. They're not wearing little helmets and they don't have little trackers on and the whole thing. I would call the cops immediately. Sometimes I think cops on the kids. Oh yeah, they should know better. Everyone Um, involved should know better. You know. Yeah. Those kids will never do it again if the cops show up. Absolutely. We should be calling the cops more help. on small white children than anyone else. Yeah. I mean, let's keep the cops busy doing that is what I'm saying. Children that age need to be, you know, at least in my experience, my niece and nephew, they need to, the fear of God put them in a little bit so that they stop doing what they're doing. Yeah. What are they, what are they doing? What are they doing? Oh my God. Ken, I haven't doing? told you the half of it. You know, some you've heard oh. some of the things, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're creating. What's the latest? Well, the, the, the. The 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 peddling, you know, the stealing things uh, and the peddling them, and then they're you know they're creating. Um, they catfished you. They catfished you. They did. Yeah. Where did they make you? Did they make you show up somewhere? They put my contact information on the internet, but they used a photo of a different it, person. Uh, they turned you into the catfish. I was the well, catfish. They did both. Did they do both? They did it both ways that you're thinking of. They catfished someone toward you, and they and then they had they catfished you toward someone else. Oh yeah, because now uh, I understand what Mags was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. they did it both ways. One, uh, I was called the cat- a double catfish. I got yeah. double catfished. You got double catfished. I did those little so and sos. Did you call the cops on them? No, and I never have. But maybe, you know, that I'm not, because I promised Carolyn that I never would on the kids. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're getting to a point where if I don't call them, someone else is going to call them and... Say the word, I'll call the police on them. Oh, you know what would kill two birds with one stone? If If I call the police on Ron? Oh, well, that would... mm, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but also if we hired a stripper that, that was dressed like a cop... And then everyone has a little something for themselves. I invite the kids over. You call the, you make an appointment with this gentleman. He comes over, scares the bejesus out of the kids. And then he stays and does a show. And then strips for all of us. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Are the kids still there? I don't care. You know, I, th- I think the kids should leave before that. I mean, they've they've learned their lesson at that point. Oh yeah, because then they'd be they'd, then they would think, oh, I got yelled at by a stripper and not a cop. Yeah, they you You're know right. they can't see the reveal. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know right. where I wonder if they if they allow strippers is at Hidden Valley Ranch because <gasps> if we could hire one to come there, a ranch. There's man. only one. Yeah, there's only one way to find out. Dressed as a ranch hand, absolutely. Yeah. I am there. I cannot wait for that trip. Well, I cannot believe those kids catfished you. That is just, I had no idea. Oh, it's the tip of the iceberg. It what really is going is. on with these kids? These you days? know, it's Carolyn's fault. I love her, but I, you know, I don't like her that much. And she's mm-hmm. just raising these kids to be, what's the word, feral? Yep, feral. Yeah. They are, That's they're the just word. out there. Just wild little kids. They really are, you know, and I love them. I, I, when I think about how much I love them, I get upset because I, I'm I so afraid of them. I know, I know. Oh, I didn't mean to set you up. Yeah, it's okay. I just, I love mine too. And it's the same. You just, you want, you want the best for them with every piece of your whole entire heart. And then you can't do it because I mean to you. <laughs> you can't do it all. You, you can't, can't do it all. I can't make it even. You can't do it all. You can't send them to one of those camps. The you other camps in the, in, the, in the mountains where they you fix can't. them. Because you don't, you're not their legal guardian. Yeah, those military schools like the movie Taps. You can't I love there. I love Taps. I <laughs> get them into Taps. I don't have these problems with my niece and nephew, but I, I, hate, I hate it when you guys cry. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm, 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 I'm okay. I haven't, I haven't let myself feel those things for so long. Yeah, you got to no, get you it, know out, what? You know? let it out. You got to let One it out. Uncork. You got to let it out, Pat. You have to. And who, who better than us, right? You can't yeah. let it out with Carolyn. You have to let it I out. I can't, because she yells at me. Yeah, she yells at me. And she doesn't understand. She's just their mother. She doesn't know. She doesn't know because they don't do this bad stuff to her. They, they do it only right, to you. Right. It's different. Yeah, it because they're like gaslighting. They're gaslighters. They, they are gaslighters. And here's the thing. You know, moms and dads, they expect a little rebellion. You expect the kids to act up with the aunt bond. It should be secret. It should be yeah. secret. All I you do know? is good things for them. I try yeah. to make them so yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were their best friend for so many years, and then boom, one day they just it just changes on a top. You do make them happy. They don't know it. They don't yeah. know what happy is because Carolyn right. ruined them. That's right. That's right. And one day, one damn day, they are gonna 
look back on this and they're going to say, you know who was the greatest person in our entire lives? And, and I just yeah. hope that you're still here to see it and that oh you're my not up in heaven. You were reading my mind because I want to live to see it. But yeah. if not, I hope I can look down from above and see the sand. Oh, you will. It'll be you and Johnny Cochran and Lassie and, and who's in Hugh Downs. And you'll be looking down oh. and you'll be able to say, Hugh, Johnny, look. I hope oh, I die before all of you. I hope I die before all of you. No, I, I want to go first. I want to go first because I want to be there to greet you all in heaven. That's what I was going to say. And I oh. couldn't imagine being left behind oh, man. without you guys. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. I'll live longer. Thank you so oh, much. Pat, that is the ultimate sacrifice. It really is. I know it's dark, but it is the ultimate sacrifice to stay on this. It is. Rotting corpse of an earth longer. To <laughs> be the one who stays. Yeah. That's love, Max. I forgive you for the city slicker thing. Oh. I forgive you, and I'm also sorry for being so selfish. Here you are, but being willing to live longer than me. You know, something, something, something definitely going to happen for you is Johnny Cochran's going to be there with the yes. poem for you. He's going to be there. I, you guys made me feel somewhat better. And I appreciate you so much because, um, you know, I carry it around. I think I like to act tough about the kids and I just, I don't have it. But the truth is I've got friends like you and, and that's such a blessing. And one day the kids will say, they'll, they'll recognize how much they love me and how much I try to just do the right thing for them. I know they will. Cause, cause deep down love is the true North Star. Yeah. Oh, I just made that up. That was so good. I just, maybe I saw it in a greeting card somewhere because I couldn't have made that up. Could I? Yes, you could have. Make that up. Yes, you could. Oh. Yes, you could. Oh, Max, thank you. Honestly, you know, Penn, that should go on like a piece of driftwood or something. That was so beautiful what you said. Maybe, maybe at our next sign party, I'll make that one when we go to our next sign painting party. I'm running out of room in my condo for more signs. Yeah, you have like three different welcome signs outside your front door. I get, oh, yeah. I got it. I mean, all the signs about wine and the signs about being an aunt. And I mean, I'm going to have to start making them as gifts because I do not have another inch of space in my condo. You also have a number of doormats, but they're all so great. I love all the sayings, but you really can get your your, sh- your feet clean and your I shoes clean. I couldn't decide. I just have to stack them up in front of each other. So it's almost yeah. an entire runner of doormats because I couldn't pick which one. That's the problem with me is the older I get, I just can't make a damn decision yeah. to save my life. I just can't. I buy all the doormats. Well, I mean, who could blame you? You know, one of you, my favorite ones of yours is, uh, oh, oh, finally you're here. I mean, who could turn that one down, right? I, I laughed so hard one. when I saw it. I thought someone, I thought someone was going to, you know, come and give me the Heimlich maneuver right in the middle of Michael's because it was just, they, I mean, who, who started getting so saucy on the welcome mats? And then when you go into your dining room, there's a sign that says rise and shine. It's time for wine. Yeah. Oh yeah. What in the wine world? Oh yeah. I mean, these wine signs, that's, listen, that's, that's Linda, the sign lady. She has the craziest patterns. They're hilarious. And I, I've made every wine sign that you could possibly imagine. I think at this point, I think I've made every one she has. We did. I mean, uh, the sign parties have gotten out of control. I've gone to probably six since the pandemic ended. That's, I mean, that was your thing, right? Where mine was like, I mean, can't wait yeah, to go to the movies. And you were like, I got to do a wine God, and sign. I like, I like making a sign. I like making a sign, you know, because it's the, it's the thing. It's like, I've never been much of an artist, you know, but they, then they, they don't the, you, don't I you just listen, Mags. I'm not saying I'm not creative. I just know my limits and I'm, I'm a better sign painter when I've got the template to follow. You know, if we all went to an art class together and we had to freehand paint a painting, I mean, mine would look like, you know, it would look like some, I don't know, child, two-year-old child made it. Calligraphy pens don't work. Did you know that? The old-timey ones? Well, the ones where you can buy them and it's supposed to make your handwriting look like calligraphy or at least better. You know, they don't work for me. Do you have to know how to do the calligraphy? I guess, but, you know, I really felt like I was sold a bill of goods because I said I hate my handwriting because it looks like chicken scratch. And someone said, get one of those calligraphy pens. And I did, and it doesn't look any better. I didn't realize. I thought it would just kind of... Magically work. That's what I thought, I guess, you know. Yeah. Oh, well. It, it depends on which kind you're doing, right? Because if it's the one you got to dip into India ink, those are way harder to make calligraphy. But if you do it like it with like a calligraphy marker, where it's like you turn it one way and it's the thick side, and then you just uh, turn yeah, the pin a little yeah. bit and it's the thin side, the thin that's side, very yeah, easy yeah. to do. You want to know one of the first things I learned how to do? What's that? The Detroit D. The old English D. Yep. Oh, I'd I love, love some old English D. <laughs> that would be perfect. 
Sorry, but it's true. You know, I you mean, guys brought it up. For? I'd take some yeah. new English, D. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. That show was a ray of sunshine during a bleak year and a half, wasn't it? It was just a smile. I just figured out how to do it. Josie set it up. So I just figured out how to do it, how to watch it. And I've mm. already, I'm not kidding you, watched it four times through in like it's, two weeks. It's a great show. I didn't know I had the Apple TV. I don't know. I don't know half the things I have on that TV. I don't understand how to, how to use it, how to work it. I stumbled upon it one night. Didn't know I had it. I was looking for that the morning show, and yeah, uh, the, yeah, that one's on there too. I started watching. I it found too. that. That's how I found the Ted Lasso. I didn't know. I didn't know I had it. I didn't I'll know my phone what. had a volume on it. Really? That's right. And as your yeah, have your numbers pop back up? You no. still missing a seven? I'm still seven. Won't work. That's so strange. You know, but I wonder if you were having volume issues because the last time I talked to you, I felt like you were screaming from across the room. Yeah, for sure. I think I'm having a hearing issue, but I also didn't know that you could adjust the volume on your phone. So you know what? Like I said, I promised you guys that I'm going to stay alive longer than you. But also, I'm excited to go to whatever's after this so that I never have to have another cord or another password ever again. I mean, oh yeah. If I get up there and they say, what's your password for the Heaven's Gym, Heaven's Buffet, I really will throw a fit. It's not going to happen. You know why, Pat? Because it's right. your personal heaven, like Mag yeah. said. Uh, exactly. There's not going to be a password in your heaven. There's only going to be passwords in like, you know, I don't know, like Mark Zuckerberg's heaven. He's the only one who's going to have passwords. That just mm-hmm. reminded me when you said buffet pen. Mm-hmm. Pat, do you remember that time we went, when we were still living together, we had such a hard time. And for some reason, the two of us got it in our minds to go to a casino. Mm-hmm. And we, it was a weeknight. We drove my Chevy Cavalier to this casino and we were the youngest people in there by 40 years. And we felt like we were movie stars. They were all I looking mean. at us. Without, before we even spent a nickel in that place, the pit boss gave us both free seafood buffets. <gasps> that was the best we've ever been treated. I'll say that right now. And so we went and we ate, we had seafood buffet, we had crab legs. There was all kinds of stuff, crab claws, all the stuff. And uh, the two of us were, were playing roulette and we didn't know what, how it worked. So we would like put money down and then we'd be like, oh, no. And then the guy would be like, winner. And we were both amazed. And it was so much fun. And we didn't lose any money. And we got free seafood buffets. And yes, we both got violently ill afterward, but it sure. was worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So seafood worth buffet. It. That is a ticket to puke town. But I'll tell you what, that is somebody's version of heaven is what that is. Yeah. Being at a casino with an endless seafood buffet and you always hit on the blackjack. That's what a story yep. that is. You must have just felt like like supermodels. That's amazing. The wow. the supermodels of uh, supermodels of Northwest Indiana at a seafood yeah. buffet at a at a casino. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yep. you know, we were talking, and I, I, I'm, 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 I don't want to make anyone upset again, cause, but we're going to do something. We're going to talk about it in me. a good way. Well, it, it might, it might very well be Megs, but you know, Pen. Speaking of, because we get we talked about how much we love them, take us to your happy place. Take us to your nieces, nephews, and nibblings. Tell oh, us about them and your relationship to my them. My boys, my boys, my boys, my boys. Connor and Shane. Connor's the oldest. Three years between them. And you know what? I'll tell you why it's my happy place now. They're growing up, right? They're getting older. And they've, they've become best friends. And oh you know. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. My sister and I, uh, we fought like cats and dogs. We shared a bedroom when we were kids, you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. there was four years between us. And I'll admit it. I was the little sister. I used to drive her absolutely crazy. And she'd be wanting to hang out with her cool high school friends. And here I was middle school age and I wouldn't leave the bedroom because I wanted to be around my cool older sister and her friends and she couldn't stand me. And we used to fight like cats and dogs. And I remember my mother would always say to us, you know, you girls, you're going to need each other when you grow up and you're going to be best friends one day. And we would say the H double E. Nope. That's heel. The H E double L hockey stick. Heel no. You said it like that. Heel no. No, we will not ever be friends. And And sometime around, you know, she got married. I was her maid of honor. And then she got pregnant with Connor. I mean, a month after she got married, you know, boom, there it was. Was it really a month after? No, it really was. Okay. It really was. As far as I know, as far as we know, as far as we know, she's never told me otherwise. 
And the, it just, we just, we bonded, you know, we just bonded. I, from that time, our relationship was different. We, you know, she'd call me, she'd call my mom almost every day, tell us the adorable things that he was doing, how cute he was cute as a button, full head of bright red hair into everything, just a holy terror. And I loved him so much. It made my teeth hurt. And I'd go pick him up. Talk about a Cavalier. I had a convertible Cavalier at that time and I'd go pick him up and he thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And we'd get McDonald's and we'd go to Blockbuster and rent a movie and we'd spend a whole darn weekend together. And he was just the best friend I ever had in my whole life. Just love that story isn't the most adorable, lovely time capsule. I the mean, things that you have mentioned in that story. And then, and then his little brother Shane came along and it was double the love. You know, your heart just grows. You think, you think the kid has filled it all and you think that I can never, I can never find more love for another one. Well, boom, you got a whole nother spare heart that you didn't even know you had. That is anthood in a, in a, in a, in Not, the length of sure. time that you just used. Yeah. In a nutshell. Really, yeah. Really Where you is. just, you think I can't love any more than I do. And then another, another little stranger waddles into your life and you're like, well, here it goes. Another heart grows right next to the other one that you had. Now they're getting to be best friends and it's, I love to see it. You know, they'll be in playing the video games together and they're just best friends. I mean, they're men now they're grown, you know, they're, they're practically grown men. So, you know, what are you going to do? But they're still, they're still just the loves of my life. I just love them so much. It's hard for me to acknowledge that uh, the boys are getting older. Josie, it's hard because, you know, she's, she, grew, you know, girls mature so much faster. And I read this great quote the other day that was like, why do we tell girls boys don't mature as fast as you instead of, you know, give it, cut them some slack. They're not mature enough yet. Instead Mm -hmm. of saying to the boys, why don't you look to these girls to be, you know, for the level of maturity. I love that, you know, reframe. We we're big on reframing around here. I love it. I love that. Jose is like, you know, she's been my best friend since she was in the womb. And so I watching her grow up. Oh my God. She hit a home run out of the park the other day Two run <gasps> home. She parked one. Anyways, I'm so proud of her. I love her so much, but the boys are getting to a, an age, you know, where it's like Frankie's going to be a freshman. Dominic's going to be in eighth grade, but it's at the high school. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. they're getting to an age where I'm like, they're pretty soon probably not going to want to, you know, hug and kiss me in public or, mm. you know, let me, let me do silly things to make them laugh or whatever. And it's, uh, it's kind of heartbreaking because Jose will still let me do whatever. She's like, she doesn't ever get embarrassed by me. And that's my favorite thing. So I get to just like be a goof and, and Josie eats it up and so does Gianna, but the boys, you know, it's a little bit different. Oh yeah. So yeah. The girls, the hug. girls will take it longer than the boys. They'll, they'll put up with the, the hugs and the squeezes and yeah, the boys, but I'll tell you, you know, they come, they, they come back around because now it's a whole nother, it's a whole new, another layer of love when they get older. You know, we all went to, uh, we, a few years back, we all went to Ireland together and um, it was a dream trip that my folks wanted to do and they never got the chance to do it. So my sister and the boys and I went and, uh, and I'll tell you, that was the first time that I felt like I spent, I was spending time with them as, you know, I mean, I, Shane was still in high school at the time, but it, it felt like spending time with, with these grownups. And you just think, uh, where did the time go? I remember holding Connor's little chubby hand in mine and he was uh, two years old. And I feel like I blinked and we're, we're, you know, drinking beer together in Ireland. Like what oh the heck God. is that? Cause they can drink at 18 over there. Holy cow, you brought those two little redheaded leprechauns right back to the motherland. <laughs> to the motherland, we sure did. Yeah. Oh, is that real? There used to be little people there. Is that what it's yeah. from? I think that might be more Scotland, like like Brigadoon. Oh, right, like Brigadoon. Yeah. yeah. But maybe the leprechauns, I mean, the leprechauns, I think they're real. You know, it's, 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 it's up to, you know, what you believe. You know, some people believe that Nessie is real. Some people believe, you know, Bigfoot is real. I absolutely believe that the leprechauns are real. I don't know that they're, that they're too little, you know? I don't know. Oh, are they not that small? They're just men wearing little suits and everything looking maybe. for, for the thing. Yeah. For Dapper. Dapper. Dapper suits. Yeah, dapper suits. I did not see a leprechaun when I was over there, and I was pretty disappointed. And I looked. Now, are you still grooming dogs that don't have personalities? Yeah, I sure am. Yeah, yeah. It's called, yeah, groom them, groom them till they get one. And um, and it means groom them till they get a personality. And there's some belief that, that it's like acupressure, that if you 
push on the the right chakra points on a dog that they will develop a personality and um is sometimes the personality biting sometimes you're developing yeah well that's the thing is you never know what personality is going to come out and sometimes sometimes it's not good yeah um but sometimes it's good you know and sometimes it's nothing sometimes they're they start off as a, a lump of hair and then that's that's how they go out the door too but at least they're bathed and have a bow on but sometimes um you know i've had i've had a couple that you know give me they give you a little smile and you know it's hard with a dog to tell if they're smiling or they're snarling and that's you you really you should have good instincts when it comes to that because if you're looking real close and you're trying to decide if they're smiling and they're not they're snarling but you know you're going to have some chompers on your nose before you can even say what's what there but yeah i'm still i'm still grooming i want to get into the competitive grooming you know the crazy the colors and the you know turning there's a there's a whole world where people turn dogs into other animals in the grooming right you that's know. why that's why i asked because yeah the panda you know, bears they're doing so the... much with yeah with color and dyes mm-hmm, and things mm-hmm. like that dye the and hair already yeah you're taking these dogs that are so boring and and you know you know boring and so and you're just taking them and giving trying to find a personality and i was going to tell you that i see a competition i -hmm. think of you yeah Yeah. no absolutely yeah yeah that's that's where i'm hoping we'll go with the business next you're so i mean you're just you're you're reading my mind mags i just i need to get a little better with the dye jobs because i tried to do one that was uh it it was supposed to look like a leopard you know with the spots and uh, i tried to do the tan and the black and it 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 didn't work and and they started just bleeding into each other and they ended up just kind of looking like they had, you know, some sort of sun poisoning. And uh, that dog did not have a good personality by the time it was done at all. He was, you could tell he was embarrassed and angry and um, did not want to come back. And I felt bad for him. I, I gave, I gave his owner their money back, but, um, but oh. you know, you know, I, you know me, I'm right back up on the horse and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep trying. I've, I've been looking at the, I, you know, the, the YouTube videos, I've been watching the YouTube videos to learn how to, how to dye dogs better. Oh, I love YouTube because you can look at anything. anything. You could put anything in there and I've tried everything and it's all there. Yeah. What's what the last, last thing you learned on YouTube? Oh, I think it was how to make your own chimichangas. Because oh. I miss them. Remember from Chi-Chi's? Remember Chi-Chi's? Chi-Chi's? I and love I was, the chimichangas. I mean, how, what are they? You know, so then you can find out. You can even see someone make a chimichanga. Now, this person didn't look like they maybe knew. And it's there's a lot of rambling that comes at the beginning of it. There's a whole preamble yeah. that's like, you know, this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. I know. Blah, it gets yeah. boring. I When I look up a video on how to, you know take the cover off of my, my light socket and it's 26 minutes long. I know right, right then and there, that's not the video for me. Cause that's going to be yeah. 24 minutes of, of, you know, crap babbling and then two minutes of how to do it. So, I yeah. mean, I understand Waste being lonely, you know, cause I could see watching these. I thought, Oh, this person's just lonely. You know, they're talking yeah. into the computer oh, or whatever, and they, they want oh. people to see them. So I get it. Yeah. It made me think maybe I should start a YouTube channel, you know, you should. If you think of how many things you could teach people to do, Pat, you are incredibly industrious. Yeah. You could conquer the calligraphy and then oh. teach people how to do calligraphy on YouTube. I was also thinking I could teach people how not to do things, you know? Okay, here's something I'm going to try to do today. And don't do it exactly this way. That mm-hmm. The way that I'm doing it is not ideal. Try to find some, and maybe I could have like a link or whatever, like a website link in it that's to the thing that's actually going to tell you how to do it. You could call it do as I say. Oh my God. <gasps> Not that, as I do. That's so smart. It's the signs. I'm telling you, it's these sign parties. I yeah. just, I think in signs now, I think in, in these, these witty sayings that get you through life. You wine do. as I say, not as I whine. Why? <laughs> Does oh that make gosh. sense? It, I yes. don't know, but I'm going to make I'm going to make it make sense at the next party. You see, you wait and see what you open up on Christmas morning. And if you're looking to unload, you know, some of those signs, I could start selling some at Poncho Villa. And <gasps> I, you know, we love a, we love a little saying. We love all kinds of things like that. And you know what I want to just Pat, I want to I want to make you promise that if you do a YouTube channel, you don't give out any personal information she's right because you can't afford to lose your identity again yeah remember yeah. the craigslist when you tried yeah. to sell your old bed remember yeah. yeah those guys those people lived in your house for two months you couldn't get rid of them they were squatting you could yeah. not get them to move out i don't, don't know that's how squatting worked yeah, and now i was not- af- i was terrified of them you know yeah 
They yeah. were really scary. They never I, let you watch your shows. That you'd always have to watch what they wanted to watch. It was horrible. I missed so much. Oh, two months. Good. I didn't know any anything. Yeah, you know what was happening on Jag, which is hard to get behind on Jag. Yeah, if you they you say lost. if you miss one Jag, you may as well just jump off, wrap the, it up. I mean, yeah. you you should go into a coma because you'll. No, that doesn't make sense either. Well, listen, I, I, uh, I'm I aware of the time and I just, you know, I'll, Penn, I'm going to be real honest. You know, we, we do always say like, you know, please come back, uh, come back and visit us. You know, you have an open invitation. I mean, listen, when I met you two standing in line on a, on a baking hot summer day at Cedar Point, who knew I was meeting such kindred spirits and gals who were just going to be my best friends. Three I, women uh, with pink scalps. Yep. Just the sun had gotten to the scalp. We were both remember to put sunscreen on there. I was fried like a lobster. Absolutely fried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to thank you for 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 having me, for talking to me, for for your years of friendship and for you know, and for the kindred aunt feeling. It's such a joy to talk to people who get it. So thank you. So thank both of you. Oh my God. I never get told that. So that's a huge gift for me. And I feel the exact same way. Ah, and I third. The mantra, as always, written by Carol Doyle, the patron saint of this podcast and poet laureate. The mantra is, your aunt's spirit animal is you. But if it has to be a real animal, it's that kitten from the hang in there poster. <laughs> truer words. Oh. Am I right? Truer words were never, ever spoken. You should do voiceover work. Oh, my you really God. I, you're the second person out of... Thousands that I've met that has said that, and I'm going to start See? to take that to heart. It's yeah. meant to be. Who was the other person that told you that, Pat? Hmm, that's a great question. What? Was it you? It's me, yeah. Oh, Megs, I'm sorry. Well, can I just be honest with you, Megs? You say so many nice things to me. And sometimes it just, you you only reflect positive light back on me. And of course, it was my dear friend. The the um, Bruno Mars to my Billy... Um, Christmas sure. city oh slickers. God. Sure. And you could be Daniel Stern or Jack Palance doing one arm push ups. If anybody's going to be curly, it's going to be me because he goes first. I love you so much. Penn, we love you. Thanks love for you. I love Thanks you. For oh, ladies, it was an absolute joy. Amen. I, I love you, Penn, and I love you, Megs. Love, love you, Pat. Don't do it now. Don't start. Don't nope. start. Nope. I'm not going to start. All right. Wow. You listened to the whole thing. Thank you for listening to Those Who Ant. Aunt Pat is Colleen Doyle and Auntie Mags is Dana Carcioli. Aunt Penny is the fabulous Nancy Hayden. Nancy is an improviser and you should see her play with the ensembles Mama's Boy and Bottle of Red whenever you have the chance. Our music is courtesy of The Cues and you should absolutely follow them at The Cues Music on Instagram. Would it kill you to subscribe, rate, and review us? If so, please don't. Stay safe, wear your mask, and for the love of all that is holy, call your aunt!